2: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: I believe you're listening to the best damn radio show from noon to three right here on My Talk 1071. It's called The Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, the Colleen part. Colleen Lindstrom, that is, will be with us shortly. However, in the meantime, in between time, Holly Roberts is here, and Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac is running the board.
2: Cool. Well, he <laughs> is looking for a job, now I know, Bradley. kind of out of work. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, let's get right to the three things you need to hear today to get about your business. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three.
2: That's the magic number. They're
1: going to be talking about three things. It is.
2: It's the magic
1: number.
2: As a dog. Ooh, behind door number one. Mm. And here it is, behind door number one. There it is. The first thing that we think you need to hear to be in the know today, during the three at twelve oh three, is something that happened on television last night. Oh,
1: TV? What's that?
2: It's a it's a box that has pictures in it, Bradley. Wow, it's catching okay.
1: on. What was on that thing?
2: Susan Boyle. What? Yes, Susan Boyle is back. Remember Susan Boyle? She was a competitor on Britain's Got Talent almost a decade ago. Well, she is back competing. I dream
1: to dream of time gone, gone by. Okay.
2: Well, she is back, Bradley. She's competing <laughs> on the new season of America's Got Talent. So let's listen to Susan Boyle on that very program last night.
1: She got the golden buzzer. Oh, I'm getting tingles in my bits and places. About Susan Boyle. Well, not not those kind of tingly bits, but you know, <laughs> uh, just the part of you that just feels all... Okay, so truth be told, I literally just got a little woof, but um, truth be told, when you played this, uh, or uh, when you put this on the schedule of things that we were going to talk about today, I was like, oh, I want to go back and watch the original, which I think we should do in just a moment, but... Not watch, listen, because it's a radio medium. (laughs) Audio, not visual.
2: Thank you. Um,
1: uh, There really was something so terribly magical about her. And you hear it again when she's doing the wild horses. Um,
2: Well, and you heard the judging panel from America's Got Talent, the champions. I think it was Howie Mandel that said that he was looking for that Susan Boyle moment. And who else to deliver that Susan Boyle moment? But
1: Susan Boyle herself. herself. Now, can we go back and just relive That moment, the original, are we using that as our second piece of audio? Yeah, it's
2: behind door number two.
1: I could just listen to that whole uh, song again. And in fact, I did uh, this morning and I'm telling you, I got teared up. Now, I'm not exaggerating. I don't get emotional. I literally, I turned around to Alexis. I was like, Alexis, look, I have tears in my eyes because (laughs) I remember and, and I wish I wish radio was a visual medium. It would then be called TV, which we would not be on. Anyway,
2: obvious reasons, (laughs) Susan
1: Boyle. Yeah. Hi. Hi there. Um, No. So because there's just there's something about and especially in that moment in 2009, there was something about, you know, like there's this frumpy uh, woman up on stage and she's like, hi, how's it going? And nobody expects anything out of her, which is horrible on us. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. out of, you know, the darkness comes this beautiful butterfly, magical metamorphosis voice where we all just are instantly in touch with her beauty and then feel like horror and shame.
2: And then burst into tears because all of these emotions over, are happening.
1: Overcome with emotion. Oh. And and that moment was really a first in sort of that viral celebrity experience, right? In, in yeah. a, a talent-based reality show way. But um, that moment was just incredible. I remember distinctly watching it... Uh, I did, I, don't, I did not watch it on TV because I didn't always watch that show on television, but I remember watching it on uh, the internet and just being like a blubbering fool.
2: Can you believe, Bradley, that Susan Boyle didn't win Britain's Got Talent in 2009? Yeah, With all of that, she was the runner-up. I mean.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. But that moment, I don't even care about the rest no. of it. It's just like that moment. She did something magical. And then when you listen to her voice again, you're like, it's still there. It's still a Why Susan Boyle all... moment. Now, she I don't I, I, I confess I didn't sort of follow the trajectory of Susan Boyle's career, but I know she put out like an album.
2: She's put out several albums. She's gone on tour. But I think the past couple of years she's been laying low. And she hasn't really done a lot. Uh, she last released or she announced that she was going to be releasing an album called A Wonderful World. It came out in 2016. And then after that, we really haven't heard a lot from her. But now she's competing again on America's Got Talent.
1: She looks great. She yeah. sounds great. And uh, I just want to, you know, anytime you need that, plus that song. Oh, oh my God. Oh, we such love
0: a you, Susan. Theater oh. queen.
1: Like, let's just. Okay. Anyway, door
0: number three. <laughs> Here's what we have for you behind door number three.
1: Um, We have to talk. We do. Do you remember a lady who really liked chicken fingers? She liked chicken fingers so much, she dipped them into pop. So she didn't... Or soda. She, she, well, pop for mm-hmm. us. But she was at a sports game. She I was know. at
2: the U.S. Open, Bradley. I totally remember this okay. woman because she was sitting there in the crowd at the U.S. Open, the tennis tournament, and she took a chicken finger... <laughs> And then dipped it in pop. And people were like, what is your damage? What are you doing? She became a viral she sensation. She became a viral mm. s- sensation
1: immediately. Yeah. And not to be outdone by Susan Boyle, she has...
2: She's dreamed a dream. <laughs> she's dreamed a dream
1: and created a music video. And I think we should listen to a little bit. Okay, So oh, that's Alexa is? Greenfield. Oh, this is the huh. woman behind the... Um, she likes to dip her chicken fingers in pop. And, um, well, you know, she didn't want to. She didn't want her viral celebrity to go away too quickly, so she debuted her video on her Instagram account Sunday, and it's exactly what you'd expect. I mean, it's not the worst viral music video I've ever seen. There's
2: some high high production value on this, surprisingly. So I want to know who she hooked up with. Is she she managed by the same person who does Tan Mom?
1: Uh, No, uh, she most certainly is not. And... um, Uh, I was just going to play it. There's another song that we used to always uh, enjoy here of a similar caliber, if Mm -hmm. you will. And that is the Thanksgiving song. And I'm wondering if... If the guy who produces those videos, yes. those songs, is behind her. But we could do a little digging, I guess.
2: Yeah, I guess we could. Also, if you're interested, Bradley and Lindsay, if you're super fans of this woman, she also has a merch shop over on Facebook. It's called Chicken Soda at Slickin' Fingers.
1: Slickin' Fingers. And I wanted to be careful.
2: I, and it says Then Dip. She also has Entonce's Dip, which is Then Dip the in Spanish. Spanish version. The Spanish version. which she goes on to sing, by the way, later <laughs> in the. Dip. Dip dip, 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 dip. You're dip. lying. It's no. the Spanish version. Yeah. That's unreal. Lindsay, it's 2019. We got a merchant out. You can buy a card, dip, sip, cup. Oh. All the merch is there for you. I, look, I appreciate this woman. I had completely forgotten about her until yesterday when we ridden saw her this 12, video.
1: Uh, seconds. I don't even know how many moments we give people anymore. It used yeah. to be 15 minutes, then it was like 15 seconds, and now it's like 15 nanoseconds. I think
2: 15 nanoseconds is appropriate. She's mm-hmm.
1: got 14,500 followers on her insties, which actually That's it? is kind of mediocre mm-hmm. for a viral celebrity. Yeah, Fiji
2: Water Woman had like 200,000 when I checked on her yesterday lucky that
1: girl's doing something right
2: mm-hmm.
1: um slicking fingers what is that her other insties? oh yeah oh oh that only has six thousand followers girl yeah.
2: all right she has some work to do yeah and so do we hence okay. the video mm-hmm
1: uh we need our own music video. I wonder who paid for that. Well, that's, that's what, what I'm that's know. why I was
2: asking, who's the management behind this music video? Is it the person who reps Tam Mom? Is it the person that wrote Friday and the Thanksgiving song? Who is it? Because she surely did not come up with this on her
1: own. Director Andrew com. producer Adam Valeris, conceptualized <laughs> by Alexa Greenfield. Wait a minute, Alexa Green That's her.
2: She conceptualized it. No,
1: Bradley, she thought... That is not... You did not conceptualize nothing. You just put on some sexy clothes and dip your chicken fingers. My favorite part of this video, by the way, if you're just joining us, we're listening to the three things you need to hear on the Colleen and Bradley show to get about your day. The third, of course, is the most important, and that's Alexa Greenfield, chicken finger lady dipping her fingers and and soda pop. There is a scene wherein she is uh, submerged in a bathtub full of pop, Floating on the top is uh, a carpet of chicken fingers, and her head is just poking through the carpet of chicken fingers. She's starting
2: out for day right. I mean, it's 2019, uh, Bradley. It looks
1: so disturbing if you had no context and didn't realize what you were actually looking at. You know, it would look like she fell into a biffy or something. Oh,
2: nasty. Which pop? What kind of pop? uh,
1: Oh, oh, I love oh. that you're taking it. You know, like you, where you want to know is what kind of pop. Perhaps it's diet pop di- for
2: buoyancy. Mm.
1: Is that more buoyant?
2: No, I totally made that up, Bradley. Oh, I have no idea. I would idea. think sugar
1: pop is actually more buoyant, right? But because remember, sugary- it's always
2: diet Coke with the Mentos. Yeah, mm. to mm-hmm. get the most explosions. Explosions. We're nonsense. We gotta get somebody who actually doctor
1: science over there. No, we need to get
2: somebody who actually knows something in here.
1: Well, we're gonna do that. But when we come back, that that person will know a lot of things about um, entertainment, pop culture, all things dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. When we come back, right here, my talk 107. Alert, alert. Welcome back to the best radio show you're ever going to listen to. Hoo-hoo! It's Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 107.1 and that hoo-hoo comes from Elizabeth Breeze who has brought us a Dirt Alert.
0: <laughs> Hello. Hi you guys, it's nice to be with you. And I just liked the you. way that
1: you set up the show. I the mean, radio you know. Show.
0: I have a um, cute couple alert. You know, we all love Blake Lively and we love Ryan Reynolds. And um, they posted a photo that people are loving. It's the two of them with a friend of theirs in New Orleans. Okay. And they're sitting with this friend in front of a house with a dog in the background. And they just look so happy and charming. And the caption is New Orleans as much as possible. They're very good about their social media. They give us just the right amount. That we just love them even more.
1: Yeah, well, and Ryan Reynolds in particular, I've read some like blind items about him. He's got like a machine behind him. He's working strate- on his social media. Seriously? Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Very strategic in what they post, how they post, very the messages. Smart. Yeah, very smart. Yeah, that's smart. But now that's kind of ruining it for me that you guys Well, told I don't me that. like
1: to ruin things for you because you have such a delightful, you know, real sort of take on the world that i don't want to destroy <laughs> with my life i never think anything is a conspiracy, conspiracy. Theory. And you guys like every
0: time i walk into this room with you guys ah, i'm yeah. like oh
1: boy what am You're i like, gonna
0: i love this I and
1: we're like oh elizabeth what childhood dream are they gonna
2: ruin
0: for me today
1: oh, i
2: have to say that this photograph on ryan reynolds instagram account is very <laughs> adorable they look very lovely they even have the strategic golden retriever in the background mm-hmm. for maximum cute yeah
1: But my point is that they're obviously doing something well because you do have those feelings about them. And that is not an easy thing to to do. This
0: post comes as Ryan was announced as the new face of Armani Code Fragrances. Mm -hmm. He's going to appear in a new campaign film, which will be released in February. A fragrance campaign film. Someone should do a documentary on the history of celebrity fragrances. I mean, what a fascinating industry that is, right? And the amount of, of money. Is there one out there?
1: I kind of feel like no. Although maybe there is, but because um, I feel like there's a documentary for everything. But I wonder, Elizabeth Taylor has to be the first. Uh, I right? has to be.
2: Oh, the first celebrity who started their
0: own namesake perfume. Because and that who used to really be kind like of gauche. cashed in, yeah. big deal. Di- I mean, remember? I mean, White Diamonds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge. And and Elizabeth that's the Taylor. my first knowledge. You know, I'm 37. So my first knowledge of Elizabeth Taylor was as a perfume person.
2: And she made a little mini movie for white diamonds. Yeah. Remember the black and white little movie? Yes. It was like in the Caribbean or something. Yeah. And the cleavage. And then she placed the diamond on the table and she said, these always bring me good luck. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. good memories. I wonder if Ryan Reynolds can top that. Anyway, if anyone's making documentaries or knows of one, make one on the history of celebrity fragrance uh rosario dawson and new jersey senator cory booker in love interesting I did know that. that's what page six is reporting so uh the post was reporting that they were spotted together catching a movie in union square on thursday last thursday and then page six now is being told that rosario dawson was heard saying actually singing i love you to cory booker oh that's
1: adorable Look
0: at that. They're very cute together and they seem very flirtatious. They're a very attractive couple. So that's helpful. Yeah. And interesting. Hmm. He's all over the place, you know. Yes. He's busy. He's a busy senator. Politicians,
1: actors, I feel like their lives overlap. So, you know, that can make for a couple that you sort of get where each other's coming from in a way.
0: There's a lot of power, a lot of celebrity going on. and Yes. And and acting. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kelly Ripa is talking about her body. She gets a lot of flack about her body. And here's what she has to say. She's super into fitness, as you know. I mean, she soul cycles. She, she cycles around the world. I mean, I bet if you added up how many miles she's cycled at yeah. soul Cycle, she'd probably cross the earth in one week.
1: She's, she's probably, a little, yeah. yeah, she's a little zipper.
0: She, zippy. yes, she says um that she's aware that her workouts haven't built up her body, that she's very, very lean. She well, you said, know why? Oh.
1: It's because she's doing too much cardio. Yeah. She's doing a ton of cardio, <laughs> she says.
0: But I was talking to a cardiologist. This is what Kelly Ripa says. And he said to make sure your heart beats out of your chest every day. The more you exercise, the healthier it is. And I can be honest, my body looks like Peter Pan no matter what I do. She says, I've never been a va-va-voom woman. I actually kind of dispute that because, in her days, she will talk about openly about her weight when she was on all my children. She has said I was the fattest person who was ever allowed on all my children because all of those soap stars are just notoriously so so thin. Mm-hmm. and so she said, Um, and she and she has said that she works hard to make her body the way that it is. She's not naturally meant to be that thin. She works at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you can obviously well, tell that she is a person
2: who has probably cycled around the world via a soul cycle. I was class say, I feel like it's a lot of
1: cardio. She seems like the kind of personality who needs to have that like intense cardio in order for her to just like, Be comfortable with who she is. Yeah. And also to just quiet the voices. Like I have, I had a Mm -hmm. period like that where I just did tons of cardio and you get all that endorphin rush and then it becomes addictive. Right. People
0: get totally addicted to the high.
1: Yeah. Then you stop doing it and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Like if I sat on a spin bike today, I'd probably pass out. Really?
0: (laughs) Oh, I love a spin bike. Did you ever hear my low moment when I was pregnant with Franklin and I decided that was the pregnancy I was really going to stay fit? So I continued going to spin classes and then I went to a class. I didn't turn the seat tightener all the way. And so about 10 minutes into the class, I just went, oh no. It was the lowest moment of my life. Literally, I was almost on the ground in the spin bike.
1: The good news is there's only options. (laughs) That's true. Crank it up, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Reese, thank you. You can catch Elizabeth every day on Twin Cities Live at 3 p.m. right here in the Twin Cities on KSTP Channel 5. When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four. Five questions, thirty seconds. You could win a prize, but only at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the thirty-second pop culture challenge. Do do do. Thirty-second pop culture challenge. And who's playing today, Lindsay?
2: Trisha is on the line. Trisha
1: Yearwood. Wow. Hey, Trisha hi guess what you're playing for
2: trisha i can tell no you idea. oh my gosh well i'm gonna tell you you're playing for a pair of random engagement movie passes to see the film mary queen of Scots, starring saoirse ronan and margot robbie it's in <laughs> saoirse- ronan yes it's in Wonderful. theaters right now yes
1: it's a good movie you should go see it okay trisha good luck here we go the timer will begin after i ask the first question here we okay. go chrissy tegan is married to this musician John Legend. What 80s TV show's most famous episode was called Who Shot Jr." Dallas. Which reality dating show premiered last night on... The Bachelor. Ow! John Travolta is famous for his role in what musical film?
0: Um... Oh, gosh. Something... uh, The dance movie... Next, next.
1: Pass. Who is Princess Leia's brother?
0: Um...
2: Uh-huh. Ah, oh,
0: you were so close
2: girl so close all right
0: so hard. it's so much easier on,
1: i, I know, know well you can always play again trisha thank you for calling and playing the 32nd pop culture challenge uh you, she did not win those mary queen of Scots stickers but as i said she can play that challenge tomorrow Should we have go your over hand raised.
2: the answers that trisha did not guess correctly
1: let's do it now right. i guess you could have had two answers for this
2: yeah mm-hmm. john let's have I I mean, so
1: it's technically no, but I I saw where she was going and I would have allowed it. John Travolta is famous for his role in what musical film?
2: Grease.
1: Or we could have said film based on a musical.
2: Well, he also was in Hairspray. He also was in Saturday Night 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 Fever. Fever. I think
1: she was what that's what she was thinking was Saturday Night Fever.
2: Yeah, I think so. Stay
1: alive. Stay alive. really quickly. Oh, that was good, Lindsay. Thank, Thank you. you. Wow. Lindsay Buckingham, Donna, is Hello. doing the board today. <laughs> Lindsay Brown! No, it's Brown. Lindsay Buckingham Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs>
2: yeah, we gave him a job. Amazing.
1: Uh-huh. Uh Anyway, uh, let's do the last one. Princess Leia's brother.
2: Luke Skywalker. Luke!
1: I'm your father! <laughs> okay. That was our 30-second pop culture challenge. Now we're moving on to Blinded by the Item."
2: This is the segment where we read blind items from CrazyDaysAndNights.net and we try to solve them. Little Hollywood mysteries. And today, one the one, the only Donna Valentine is joining us to help solve these mysteries. Donna, thank you so much for joining us Hi today. Donna. Hey, guys. Here to disappoint.
1: <laughs> oh, hey. Well, join the club. You're in Ready? good company. We disappoint all day long from noon to three.
2: That's true. <laughs> hey!
1: we are supposed to agree.
2: All right, well, let's do our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Now, this comes to us courtesy of the Golden Globes, which happened on Sunday night. So just a little follow-up gossip to Sunday night ceremony. Let's think about a permanent AA-list mostly movie actress. She is the subject of our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Okay. This permanent AA-list mostly movie actress who has done equally well as of late in television said that she probably has a few more nominations left in her at the Golden Globes because of all the sexual favors she's provided to voters through actresses she knows.
1: Wait, through what? Actresses she knows. Oh my God, she's pimping out actresses? Yes, she
2: is. I continue. She said she is too tired to do all of that any longer and won't pay money directly to them like some others do, so she probably won't... Ever win again.
1: Wait a minute. Hmm. So sh- this individual, a permanent AA minus list, mostly movie actress, who's found some success of late in TV, is suggesting that the Foreign Press Association can be uh, bought with sexual favors and cash money.
2: Persuaded at the very least. Oh, okay. wow. That's so that gross. That is so gross. That's nasty. So, Hello, who is I am
1: Pierre. A? I work for a foreign newspaper, Dumé. Okay. What were Here's my now? friend Holly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Hi, I would like to win an award. Would you like to sleep with Holly?
2: Okay. She took a shower last week. It's nice.
1: Okay, so uh, I would think Sell that it. this would
2: be, you know, somebody who's maybe in their thirties, probably. Well, I'm going to tell you,
1: Donna. No, it sounds like an old oh, who's getting younger women? Okay, washed up and doesn't want to put out anymore.
2: Okay, permanent A A minus <laughs> list. <laughs> Okay. Well, she's not the one who's putting out. She's tired of pimping well, that's out what other I'm s- women.
1: Oh, she, I thought oh, you were saying that she was no. like tired of doing it, so she's like, I'm just going to yeah. turn it over to these gals. It's like, Ooh.
2: calm down, Meryl. You're
1: saying she's tired of pimping <laughs> out these women. Yeah, she's tired. I'm sorry, if you just tuned in and you, have, you are a nice person, <laughs> I apologize, because we are just trash. It's
2: a dirty, dirty business. It is,
1: and just understand that, but okay. this is not us it, we're just you know talking about. So it.
2: setting the table again for this blind item, this permanent A my A minus A- list mostly movie actress. She's been on TV recently and has had some success in that medium. So the blind item basically says says that this woman is pimping out other actresses to the Hollywood foreign press. In return for Golden Globe nominations slash wins. Hmm. The blind item saying, you know, she's kind of tired of the pimping, so she doesn't want to do that anymore, but she's not going to get nominated again because she doesn't pay cash for nominations
1: like other okay. people do. So I she's complaining. Oh, oh wow. Lindsay has a Lindsay. theory.
2: I, well, if you guys want
0: to guess, i have just, no, I don't yeah, okay. yeah. uh Nicole Kidman, that's who's on my list. Okay. Carrie Russell. Ooh. And no. then I'm trying to think of like a Reese Dang. or a Laura Dern. I think
1: Holly has a ding. All over right, here. so we got to
0: go back. Okay.
1: No, Holly has a ding. We, or a buzz.
2: <laughs> well, give yourself a ding because the comment section on net says Nicole Kidman a lot. Now, she was nominated last night for a it's role so in a movie. Weird. Really? It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. She was married oh. to
1: Tom Cruise. Well, that's true. Yeah. That that's is true. That is that true. That did that is, yeah, that's a blind spot. You can't just, you mm-hmm. know, same with Katie Holmes. Everybody's like, oh, I'm Katie Holmes. She married Tom Cruise. And had a child with him. Mm. <laughs> that is not, you are not move, right though. in the, oh. I'm kidding. Was it? <laughs> oh boy. Well, I guess
0: now it's not, but at the time it probably seemed like it. <sighs> oh,
1: that right, was a deal sorry, with the devil. Anyway, Holly, read the blind item. All
2: right. Well, let's uh, also other names. I do want to point out. Some people said uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Some people also said, well, in
1: that outfit and hair last night, I, <laughs> oh, she looked like leave a madam. her alone. <laughs> I didn't want to say Ben because that's rude. Go ahead. Continue. And on. also,
2: a couple of people said Amy Adams, but I don't think she's she on quite, my list too. Has that status yet? But let me fill in the blank. This permanent A minus mostly movie actress maybe Nicole Kidman maybe, maybe Amy Adams we don't know anyways uh, she probably has a few more Golden Globe nominations left in her because of all the sexual favors she's provided to voters through actresses she knows now Nicole Amy what have you said? she's just too tired to do any of that any longer Ugh. and she won't pay directly to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association like some others do so Nicole Amy whoever won't probably ever win again
0: so- I don't think it's Nicole I, I had Amy Adams at the top of my list here. Really?
1: What I, about Keith Urban? What about him? Because he's kind of a, um, you know, uh, A A minus list, mostly musical Movie actress. Actress? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> miss,
0: miss the word short. Out of the he's a little short. Did yeah. you see
1: him? Though? Yeah, He
0: looked a little feminine. <laughs> he did. He looked like he had too much Botox.
1: It's not feminine, it's alien. Like yeah, I don't think there's a gender guys. so much oh, as there I'm is. So
0: sad, I love him so much. Are he really people, loves a
2: flat iron too. He
1: seems like he's probably a really nice person. He is
2: del- delightful. But don't you have
1: to be a little cuckoo, cuckoo uh, to marry Nicole? I just yeah, feel I like they're on so. a plane of existence that we would not find comfortable as human beings. It does
0: feel a little like <laughs> on another plane, right? Yeah, it does feel a little alien. Like
1: imagine what their conversations are.
2: I
0: think they're both lovely.
2: I- Hello, Nicole. <laughs> How are you? Oh, what voice is that? I'm Nicole. It's half Australian, half alien. Okay. And half <laughs> facial paralysis. <laughs> because Rise of the both. lights. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole and Keith like to dabble. Do or, they flat iron the... each
1: other's hair, do you think? Probably. Yeah. Oh,
0: they're, they're probably gosh. like real kinky. They need yeah, their kids on you know, the kinky, but, it's not, <laughs> but it's not
1: dirty kinky. <laughs> no. It's not like kinky like, oh. I think it is dirty. You, uh, <laughs> oh. dir- no. Here's what I think. I think it's kinky like, he likes chocolate pudding or something <laughs> I and think likes to is. bathe in chocolate pudding. <laughs> no, but He's I like, think tickle she my toes while I'm in the chocolate pudding. <laughs>
2: no, I think it's like the scene in Out of Africa where Robert Redford is brushing Meryl Streep's hair except Keith oh Urban's God. doing it with a flat iron. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <in his hair. laughs> but visual. It's, it's got to be somewhat so it's very, kinky.
2: Well, so it's PG kinky. Oh okay, no, yeah. do we have time for another one?
1: Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> We're oh. all over the map today.
2: <laughs> we sure are. Now, this one may be uh, pretty easy to figure out. It has to do with a permanent A-lister. Here's your blind item. This former manager to a permanent A-lister settled one lawsuit but still thinks she is owed more and is threatening to reveal a bunch of secrets unless she gets more. Ooh. Could this be Mariah's uh, person? Donna, give yourself a ding. Yeah, wow, right. Donna, you yeah. are a pro. Yeah.
0: Woo. Making up for yesterday.
1: And like every day, you're like on fire. And I
0: got
1: that. Okay, read them along.
2: <laughs> Here's your blind item. Uh, this former manager to Mariah Carey settled one lawsuit but still thinks she is owed more and is threatening to reveal a bunch of secrets about Mariah Carey unless she gets more money.
1: Okay. I buy this because I do you to... remember her manager, the one that was on that reality mm-hmm. show? Yep. Is that who we're talking about? Yep.
2: Yes. They news broke yesterday. It was like Svetlana, oh. something or other it's like Stella, something like that. But she, right. She was the manager that was featured on Mariah Carey's reality oh. series on E! Yep. They settled a lawsuit yesterday. The lawsuit said that the manager was suing Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey liked to parade around naked and was offended. Wait by a that. minute. Yes.
1: That is not the first time we heard
0: it's this. It is not.
1: There was guy, was it a dancer yes. who accused her? I don't know if this he is was a blind item. But was an I think. She was what an I'm assistant, like
0: a personal assistant.
1: Was this during was like this the Mariah? whole Me Too thing? I feel like I've heard the story where she you walked have. around with her robe open. She did. It's either a blind item situation. I'm going to do some digging do on some Mariah's digging, dirty deeds. Put it robe on your deeds. list, and I'll put this on my list. I'm to watch <coughs> Lindsay Lohan's oh, I can't wait. Beach Club.
2: Wow, lots of things on the laundry list tonight.
1: <laughs> robe. I just wrote robe for some reason. All right, Donna, thank yes, you. Yes, thanks for having Holly, me, guys. thank you. Lindsay Buckingham, I hope you'll rejoin the group soon. Yeah. Lindsay Brown! When uh-huh. we come back reboots are everywhere but there's actually a reboot that i could not be more excited for uh find out if you feel the same way and holly's got some thoughts too when we come back right here on my talk 1071 i kind of feel like slap bracelets aren't that fascinating and like i just don't feel like you want to be compared to a slap bracelet We'll take that up with jason moran i will on another segment of the colleen and bradley show because right now we've got to talk reboots so, if you're just joining us, I'm Bradley Trainer. that's Holly Roberts, and Colleen will be back with us soon. I've got some film news that I literally was jumping all over the prep room about earlier today when I read this headline. For two reasons, I'll get to them, but the film in question that's being rebooted, Dune! Okay, don't get all excited at once, people! Dune! Uh, do you even know what Dune is? I, I'm asking Lindsay first because I feel like she doesn't know what Dune is. I know Holly does. But. I do not know what you're referring Okay, to. so here's the thing. This is Dune. about an, an old
2: uh, hotel in Las Vegas?
1: Yeah, no, it is not about the Sands <laughs> or the Dunes, uh, the Indiana Dunes National Park. No, Dune, a novel, Frank Herbert novel, sci-fi, set in the future past time other than this one thing. Basically, there was a movie way back in the 80s, um, and it was a, what's his name? Fred Finger film. Um, David Lynch. David (laughs) Lynch, otherwise known as Fred Finger. (laughs) David Lynch. So it was, so this, it's a, it is a classic of science fiction. And it all revolves around this guy named Paul Atreides. Okay. And Paul Atreides is sort of this like messianic figure who kind of like saves the universe, blah, blah, blah. But within that, like there was this movie from the 1980s with Kyle McLaughlin as uh, interpreted by Fred Finger, otherwise known as David Lynch, which if you don't know, David Lynch is he's a little off the wall.
2: Yeah, he has his own style of filmmaking.
1: It's just very like there are a lot of science fiction fanatics and Dune fanatics who hate, hate this movie because they think it's too David Lynch. But to me, I just I appreciate it for what it is. But at the end of the day, I've always wanted uh, you know an up-to-date sort of like a new Blade Runner for Dune right you know yeah. how they just did Blade Runner 2049
0: yeah that was an amazing movie well the guests hi everybody this is Adriana Trijani I'm the host of you are what you read I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna Mitch Album, Susie Essman Craig Ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: What? They're kind of doing that, although it's the original Dune. They're, they're remaking that movie. And there are a lot of reasons to be excited about it. And the thing that had me jumping up and down uh, was that None other than... And I didn't know this. I miss this. So some of you who are like fans are already out there going, duh. But I did not know that Timothy Chalamet was going to be playing the Paul Atreides character. The main, So he's basically the protagonist in this awesome. film.
2: Awesome. So that's the same character in Dune, the Fred Finger version.
1: Yes, <laughs> the <a> David Lynch.
2: <laughs> David Lynch version. That was played by Kyle McLaughlin. That's the same character. Yeah, and
1: I could just instantly when... When uh, dawn, because the story all came about today or across our radar, because Dave Bautista, who you would recognize from a bunch of other superheroes Guardians
2: of the Galaxy, I would say is his biggest. He's role. like the
1: big muscly dude, yes, right? He is. The yeah. Blue was mm-hmm. he blue or something?
2: Nah, I don't remember. I feel bad.
1: Why do I feel like he was blue?
2: David Bautista, yeah, in Guardians uh, of the Galaxy, yeah, blueish, blueish hue. Yeah, anyway, sure, why not? He's just
1: like a big beefy dude. Yes, he's, he is. The story today was that he's going to be in the. He signed on to join the the Dune reboot. Well, then, as I was reading that article, they're like, he's joining Timothy Chalamet, and I was like, No, what? <laughs> oh my god! Because I can totally see Timothy Chalamet in that character, and he's sort of the hot it thing right now. Yeah. Uh, in terms of actors. And so I think like th- these people are serious about this movie. They've got Timothy Chalamet. They have Dennis Villeneuve, who is the guy who did Blade Runner 2049. He also
2: directed Arrival, the movie with Amy Adams. Oh, yeah, which is another
1: great sci fi film.
2: To the aliens.
1: Yes. And there, there's some writers uh, that I didn't recognize, but are, you know, a big deal uh, in terms of film writing, especially for science fiction. So I kind of feel like Dune fans are finally going to get uh, there's a chance that we are finally going to get the movie we've been waiting for. And the other thing people don't know is that there was this very, there was going to be a Dune film back in the seventies by this famous director. And they actually wrote a, there's a whole documentary about how this film never got made and how amazing it was in the, like it went very far into, um, uh, like the concept and the designs and like how they were going to tell the story. And if you want to, you know, sort of pay attention to that whole story, you can go watch the documentary. But what I'm saying is fans have always been sort of sitting out there waiting for this to be made into a movie that was given you know, some heft, some resources, some respect.
2: Yeah, it was actually given the proper treatment because, like you mentioned, Bradley, David Lynch's Dune—it's 50-50. You would say maybe half the people you appreciate it for what it is, but some people are like, "Oh man, this was such a missed opportunity." There, w- there was a possibility of Dune getting the treatment it deserved on the big screen, but unfortunately, that just never happened. But now with this project, it's like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." We're David have our Lynch day. very much made a movie that he wanted to make that was very much, very David Lynch less. I mean, you know, Dune did not was not the protagonist in that in that project David Lynch was, right? So right. and I'm not a huge like movie critic by any stretch, um but I just appreciated the film because it's kind of quirky and a little out there and and the story of Dune uh, versus typical um science fiction like Star Wars, pew pew, is that Dune gets a little metaphysical and kind of like quasi religious. Yeah. And it has a lot of um themes and storylines that I think will be totally relatable to today in a way that um, I th- I think if they do it well, it could just, it could really... Can you tell I'm excited? You're, you literally
2: did the Kevin McAllister Home Alone thing on your face when you read today that Timothy Chalamet is going to be involved in Dune. So for that, Bradley, I am excited for you. But this is an exciting moment because reboots don't have to all be sad and bad. Like some material actually deserves to get another chance to yeah. get another reboot maybe they got it wrong the first time or something was just slightly off because there's a there's actually a kind of a science fiction book series a fantasy novel series that I you talking about dune reminds me of the His Dark Materials trilogy of novels that came out now, in the I 90s. Now, the reason you would know it is because there was a film version made of the first book that came out about 10 years ago, and it was a movie called The Golden Compass.
1: Oh. The name I probably, do remember that movie.
2: Right, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, because nobody saw it. it I, I saw it. Did you, did you did. see it, and did you I like did. it, Lindsay? It was okay. See, it was just Okay. The books are fantastic. They're by Philip Pullman. It's a trilogy of books. The movie was okay. People didn't really like it that much. People didn't go and see it. It was made at the time when Narnia and Lord of the Rings and people Harry, Potter. Were, Harry Potter, people were looking for their franchises, but I would really like the, his dark materials books to get the Dune reboot treatment. treatment. And
1: everybody who loves a series like that deserves, um, I equate it to Lord of the Rings finding Peter Jackson because you know there was like the, there were these animated versions which were just kind of dopey and people in the 70s were doing like hallucinogenics and pretending they were <laughs> hobbits but but like then Peter Jackson came along and gave that those books those stories the respect they deserved yes. and treated them as if they were you know something uh, that mainstream audiences could appreciate and then ended up winning Oscars for it. So, yeah, every every nerd franchise should get its due.
2: Exactly. And I'm glad that Dune is one that has the possibility to get it.
1: Indeed. Here here. Now, here here as in the Colleen and Bradley show when we come back, we need three people to call us. Three people, three sounds. Let's see if you can escape from the 80s. Call us 651-641-1071. Three people, give us a jingle. Play our